It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. Would you look at her long fingers? Oh, my dear Lord, you just know she's going to be. She's going to be a concert pianist. Did you notice that uh, little Billy over there is always uh, carrying that football around? I know, I know now he just learned to walk, but you can tell he's going to be a football player. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't end up in the NFL. Now, listen, please, I don't want to be a worry ward, but I'm a, a little bit concerned about little Simon. He, well, well, he favors his, his stuffed animals and, like, dolls over things like transformers and cars and trucks. And since he's two years old, I... Ask him the other day in the drugstore what color toothbrush he wanted. It, he picked pink. Should I be worried? Oh, wait. Or maybe it's time to be supportive. I mean, if my son was born gay, then so be it. Now, folks, you realize I'm, I am not making this stuff up. These are just three examples of a continual deluge of conversations that go on with parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, teachers, ministers. Well, let's just put it this way. The adult world sitting around every day deciding or should we say precluding what you and I are going to be and what our children are going to be. There's not much basis for it. <laughs> it's, it's actually grounded in a totally faulty logic. It's built on the sand of the philosophy, the predilections that people have foretell our destiny. And in other words, since we have a strong DNA signal in our being, it stands to reason that our destiny is headed in this particular direction towards that predilection. And the truth of the matter is, unless we find that destiny and live up to that destiny... More than likely, doggone it, we won't be able to thrive and be happy. Let me start off, if you don't mind, today with a very simple, but dare I say bold, I don't know, maybe even revolutionary statement. No one is born anyway. 
There you go, I said it. No one is born anyway. The reason I know this to be true is that free will is at the basis, the foundation of the human race. The minute we begin to believe that God or destiny or Satan, is that these are out there calling the shots, well, we become fanatical, we're foolish, and worse, we're helpless. The end result of much of this speculation of, about your destiny and my destiny is that when we do not, when we do not become concert pianists or pro football players, or even if we're not completely sure we're gay or straight, we can be viewed as failures. We fall. And for 90% of us, when we experience this fall, as shall we call it, where we fall short of our destiny, where we fall is where we settle. We just stay there. Maybe we stay there to just pay the bills. Maybe it's a fear of falling further, or maybe it's just to imitate all the others around us who also have a fall from their presumed destiny. So we have a reason to fellowship with them as we all sit around at cookouts and complain over the lives we live, complain over the government we have, while we're slightly pining for this other life that never was. How could we expect human beings to be happy when they feel like they've settled for where they've fallen? How can we anticipate that these people will be productive, generous, forgiving? How about open-minded? How can we think that we're all going to be free of prejudice when we settled where we fall? Because the source of all bigotry is the impatience, the life inside of us, the impatience of the life inside of us because we are stuck in a fall-osophy, F-A-L-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y. We stop wanting to see our families. We don't want to get around the people we grew up with. Why? Because they remind us that what we thought and where we thought our destiny was taking us was either wrong or we screwed up somewhere. We're afraid to discuss new dreams. So that makes us terrified sometimes to try new things. It is destiny that cripples the human race. It is the belief that God has a wonderful plan for your life. It is the belief that God has any plan since he's given free will to the earth. The free will that was imparted to us by our creator is 
stolen from us at our birth by those who think they know better about what's right for us. And when our emotions rebel, to some degree we are for the rest of our lives viewed as those who did all right. We, they, he, she, he, he did all right, but man, it was sure to have been nice if he'd have stayed with his destiny and done better. Can you live like that? I can't. Maybe you can exist, you can breathe, you can work a job, you can procreate, but to really live with a kind of abundant living and confidence that was promised. Well, this can't be done if, we're, if we believe that we've experienced a fall and now we've settled for where we are. Fall-osophy. It's just a bunch of lies. Of course, the first and primary lie is the notion that we have a destiny. We don't. Folks, we have a life. And we also have a second option, if we want it, called being born again. What exactly is that experience like? What does it mean to be born again? Let's look at us for a second as people. Our body is somewhat hardwired to our DNA. And your mind, for instance, it's it's sympathetic to the chromosomes that created it. But your emotions, your choices, your sensation of desire is rebellious. Your heart seeks that which is your own and yours only and isn't borrowed from your parents or your lineage. Now, Listen, if that heart of yours, those emotions, are able to hook up with your soul, a soul that seeks for uniqueness for you, freshness for you, newness of life, then the emotions and the soul can get together and team up to renew your mind. Get your brain on the side of your individuality. And a renewed mind can begin to change the habits of our bodies. It can change our DNA. But what if the DNA from our physical being finds greater sympathy in the brain? Then it can silence the soul. And we spend all of our time trying to ignore our emotions, trying to calm them down, trying to take volume, trying to do anything to keep them from screaming at us to make our own choices. Then you end up with people who just are walking around all the time, cranked, frustrated. Deep in their heart, they believe that they should do better, but better is terribly exhausting. They believe that, that if there was a destiny, it ignored them. Oh, what a crass nasty, can I say privileged idea it is to believe in destiny. Is, is the young boy or girl who's born in Haiti in poverty just born that way so that God can watch a certain number of his little ones die of starvation? Are people born in China or North Korea into totalitarian governments? Are they placed there because they have a destiny to be subservient and mistreated? 
I'm sorry, what a crock of shit. Only the most affluent can afford to believe in destiny. The rest of us must come to a realistic, realistic, we must come to a realistic and truthful conclusion. We are the subtotal of our own efforts, decisions, and choices. If we listen to other people's plans for our lives, we should be prepared to be disappointed. We should be prepared to be part of the fall-osophy where we find ourselves settling for where we fall short of our destiny. Big plans are made, you know, but we fall short of that. And then we're asked to live another 70 years sucking down that disappointment. Can I tell you? Can I free you? There is no destiny, just free will. So watch out for the second big lie after destiny. That lie says that everything happens for a purpose. It's just a supporting premise to the doctrine of destiny. Everything does not happen for a purpose because the earth works on free will and cycles. Bad choices can be made and the cycles can take us through seasons of storms and trouble. Good choices can be made and we can move towards resolution. Everything doesn't have a purpose. It has an opportunity. I have a son who was hit and run by a car. I lived through the whole experience, the whole experience, all the way to his death. There was no purpose for it. I'm not stronger because of it. But it does awaken my senses to know that choices, moments, opportunities, and tenderness should never be overlooked at any time. Everything does not happen with a purpose. So be careful not to fall into this third lie, which is settle where you fall. If there's an inkling in your spirit to do something, then find a way to do some of that thing every day. I'm going to say that again. If there's an inkling in your spirit to do something, then find a way to do some of that thing every day. You will never be happy unless you're trying to pursue you're trying to pursue what is your own choice. Candidly, I don't know. I have no idea why the gay community, for instance, thinks that their sexual orientation could not be their own intelligent choice based upon their own inklings. Is it better to think that nature has forced you into being a homosexual? Why would that be better? I, I may have a predilection through my genetics toward being obese and even, even the DNA weakness for diabetes. But by no means does that mean that I'm locked into that profile or must settle for my fall-osophy. I do not want you to get the idea that I'm saying that obesity 
or homosexuality are evil. I'm merely saying they're choices. And they're not more powerful when they're portrayed as bestowed upon us by birth. Just as we contend that every pregnancy, every pregnancy is not a destiny of bringing a baby into the world, but the right to choose is sacred in the mama's heart. I am merciful to my fellow humans because I understand that some of the sadness in their soul is that they feel they must settle for where they fall. And fall I do not mean destroy, just how things have played out, where the opportunities have taken us, how things have fallen our way. Even though, though the body is hardwired through DNA, and the brain certainly has programming, the emotions are still there to rebel for our benefit and drive us to a safe space in our spirit where we can make our choice or be born again. Take back the power. It is never extracted from you. No, you and I believe stories that were not true. At least they were not true for us. A still, small voice spoke to me one night in a dream. It said, What's wrong, Jonathan? Defensive, I replied. Nothing. There was a pause. Then the voice spoke gently. So you're at peace? I was silenced. What do you mean by peace, I asked. Content. Satisfied. Filled with good cheer, the voice responded. I thought about it. Am I content? No, 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 no. I believe I should be doing, or maybe should have done more. Am I satisfied? <laughs> no. Honestly, I yearn for that more. Am I filled with good cheer? Yes. But, beyond, but it's only because I've taught myself that that good cheer is what guards my sanity. Then the voice spoke to me and said, are you really looking at all you've done and thinking it's dissatisfying? And if you are dissatisfying, to whom? Is it just you? Is it God? Do you really think you're dissatisfying to your brothers and sisters on earth? I was stymied. I didn't know what to answer. So mercifully, the voice continued. God didn't create you so he could control you. 
Thousands of brothers and sisters have been touched by your life. Most of your friends and relatives are too busy with their own journey to be concerned about yours. You are the only one who believes that you are not enough. You're the only one who believes you're in a fall position. You are the only one who thinks your efforts should have brought more results. You are the only one who is unhappy with your own happiness. In my dream, I, I shook my head. I pondered over those words, unhappy with my own happiness. I cried. Yes, right there in my dream, I sobbed. I thought, I thought to myself, how vain, how arrogant, how short-sighted, and what a goddamn waste of time. I will not be a victim of philosophy. I'm not going to see my life through anyone else's eyes. I will not allow myself to be unhappy with my happiness. Destiny be damned. The good news is there is no destiny. Just choices. And the better news is you can even be born again if you feel as if you have not chosen well. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com. <laughs>